0: hello everyone welcome to episode 112 of the j situation podcast i'm recording this on may 10th 2022 how you folks doing I man i'm doing pretty good this this fine evening i just got finished with doing a lot of atm ATF compliance work uh this past weekend and stuff gosh that was really Really exciting. <laughs> if you've ever wandered into the monotony that is ATF compliance as an FFL SOT, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> no, it's so terrible it is. But it's worth it, I think. Yeah, it is. Don't let it scare you if you own a business and you're looking to get your federal firearms license, your FFL. Some folks discourage it. I, I say go for it. I, I really do. If your business can benefit from it, I think it can certainly pay dividends. You know, but you know, the record keeping is super important though. So, you know, there's no free lunch. So keep that in mind. And you got to remember, the purpose of the ATF is to track things. That's right. <laughs> so if they give you a permission slip to do something, uh, it's really for them to track everything you do. It's in their nature. Yeah. They, they know no other way. So it is written. So it will it will always be. Strong week, though. Yeah, Deep into productivity. So let's get this bread, fam, shall we? <laughs> when we rest... We will be able to relax and shoot suppressed and all that good stuff. And how how would you do that at the end of a long day? How, how would you shoot a suppressed weapon? Well, maybe you can get a silencer from Silencer Shop. That's right. The J Situation Podcast is proudly sponsored by Silencer Shop. You can use their kiosk, do your fingerprints and your photos electronically. And in turn, you can cut down on errors. You can simplify your silencer purchasing process. That's right. You get a money-back guarantee. It's great. No transfer fees. No paperwork errors. Just you and your silencer with no drama. It truly is silencer ownership simplified. That's right. And secondly, this podcast is brought to you by True Shot Gun Club out of Arizona. How do they support the podcast? Well, it's simple. You click the link in the show notes of the episode here. Or you go to PewScience.com podcast and there's some links. It takes you to their website. If you buy ammo using their link there, it helps the podcast and PewScience. Done. Pretty easy. And if you like to Join their A-Zone membership. their you can buy our programs like the Amazon Prime for ammo. You get free shipping on all of your ammo for the whole year. You can get a discount on that. And use code word Pew Science. Get twenty dollars off that membership. You win. They win. You help the podcast boom. Pretty easy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's right. And finally, and most importantly, the J Situation podcast is brought to you by Pew Science, pushing the sensor industry forward one test at a time. Please visit PewScience.com for the silencer sound standard. And the suppression rating. The simplest and the most accurate hearing safe ratings for your suppressed small arms. And it's all based on true human sound perception, hearing damage risk of the entire gunshot from before combustion takes place all the way until all the combustion is gone. That's right. And the suppression rating is in section five of the silencer sound standard. Section 6 contains all the reviews, and then Section 7 summarizes everything in a table. That's right. Section 7 is aptly called rankings, because that's exactly what it is. You can sort it, you can filter it, and go wild. That's right. It's all there for you 24-7. That's right. The Science or Sound Standard on PewScience.com truly is a compendium of the most in-depth, accurate, meaningful, and comprehensive information for suppressed small-arm sound signatures probably in the entire world, public or private. I would say. It's pretty cool. So you should go there. PewScience.com. If you like it and you also like the podcast, you can join with a membership. You can. And you can also donate if you like. Your support is appreciated. And if you're a science or manufacturer listening, you can reach out directly uh, through the website for quotes or professional services. We do that all the time. PewScience.com. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Rate the podcast on Spotify, rate it on iTunes. It helps, guys. We're going to normalize the use of suppressed small arms, and it shall be glorious. So let it be written. So let it be done. i <laughs> got four topics for you today. That was a pretty fast intro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Topic one, sound signature review 674, the Sonsor Central Bandage 30 on Supersonic three hundred eight bolt action. Technical discussion. This review came out last week. Let's talk about it. Topic two, the MP5 is important. Let's talk about why you need to understand the difference between the full-size MP5 and the MP5K. That's the SP5 versus the SP5K PDW for all of us that use the uh, civilian versions of these firearms. That's right. Topic three, upcoming testing. Yes. Excitement? Always. Stay tuned, friends. Nice armament silencers. Oh my gosh, they're multiplying that too. And then finally, topic four, thank you for your support. I really do mean that. You know, true grassroots support is rare and, you know, Pew Science members, you knock it out of the park. Your contributions to the effort are changing the industry and the state of practice. That's true. It really is. I really do mean that. Okay. Topic one, in time of five minutes. 29 seconds. Is that a record? I'm looking at my sheet here. I mean, it's, a, it's not a record record forever forever, but... Dude, that's the fastest we've done that. I, I shortened a little bit of my my long-winded ad reads. So, <laughs> let's move into topic one. Sound Signature Review 674. That's right. Silencer Central. Banish 30. On a Supersonic 308 bolt action. Technical discussion. Man. Boy, howdy. You would not believe the demand for this data and analysis. If I told you, you'd be like, are you seriously? I am. Turns out a lot of people own a Banish 30 or are waiting on the approval for a Banish 30 or are interested in the Banish 30. It's crazy. It's crazy. This is a silencer, central silencer. I say that three times fast. <laughs> we, we spoke about this before when I spoke about the Banish 30 Gold review I did in Sound Signature Review 669 nice yeah Sciencer central is what i like to call a what i call it it's like a it's like a total picture company they, Um I, I actually i don't know if that is a phrase or not I, I i literally just i just made that up but um i i mean what i mean by that is they directly manufacture or or they control the manufacturing of a product right and then they distribute it and they sell it so there aren't aren't any big steps in between their their business contact with the product and the customer. You, you feel me? So they don't they don't farm out the silencer to other distributors and or dealers to sell. Right. So they have their distribution with their dealers. Like all in one. Isn't that that's a little wild, right? Like I, I actually I mentioned I know I mentioned this when I spoke about the Banish Thirty Gold because it it was interesting to me and it's still interesting to me. There aren't any, I don't see any other or companies doing that, uh, at least at the time this podcast has been recorded. So, I thought that was interesting. Um, there are some that have exclusive relationships with distributors, for sure, but but not like this, right? Not like this. So, Silencer Central is the distributor. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't know. When I, found out the, when I found out about that, I was like, really? That's cool. I don't know. I guess I get a kick out of like little things like that. Anyway, um, so, testing... Testing this silencer was part of the contracted test series for Silencer Central, right? So, uh, so Silencer Central approached Pew Science for testing and other services, and then here we are. It's the same effort as the Banish Thirty Gold in review six sixty nine, and now this is the Banish Thirty. Okay, different silencer, it's a completely different silencer. Okay, I just wanted to tell you kind of the origins of this, and you know, it, you know, with demand and Silencer Central approaching us to do it. That's kind of wanted to give you the backstory. Okay, so yeah. So, what is different between the Banish Thirty Gold and the Banish Thirty? Right? Okay. So let's go. Uh, let's go to the website. You can follow along at home if you like. That's if you're new to the podcast. Uh, this is going to get a little technical, but don't be scared. Hold my hand. I will lead you through the forest of non-confusing science or research. That's correct. I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> Go to the website. Sound signature review six seventy four. It's the latest one there. Go ahead and pull that up. I'll pull up the member review. Yeah, I'm gonna to rearrange my windows so I don't lose my place. Okay, that's reasonable to do. That's yeah, reasonable. Okay. So right off the bat, I think it's probably important to talk about what are the similarities and the differences between the Banish 30 gold and the Banish 30 is it i mean because you already saw saw me review the Banish 30 gold and if you haven't seen that again that's review 669 nice you can go check that on the website now both silencers are 30 caliber they're both rifle silencers okay so that's important to know it's pretty important also both silencers are user serviceable which is cool right um and uh, that is actually not very common it's not very common for you to have a user serviceable rifle silencer on, on the market it's just not it's just not something you see a lot i mean it's not it's not that it's impossible to see it's just not common so that's the similar stuff okay the, 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 the they're both 30 caliber rifle silencers they're both user serviceable that's the similar stuff now What's different between the two? Well, there's actually there's actually a few things that are different. Now, forget about the length and the weight. That's easy. That that's stuff you can you can look at and see. But well, now you can consider the major the major differences here. So, number one, Banish Thirty is modular. Okay, that's right. So two lengths, kind of like the Rugged Surge. You feel me? So that's different. That's a different part. That's different than the Banish Thirty Gold you saw before. Yeah, yeah. Also. Banish 30 is direct thread. That's right. Remember the Banish 30 gold? The Banish 30 Gold use those 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 mounts, those taper mounts that are, are like the Thunder Beast mount with the threads that are I th- I think that the yeah, the tapers behind the threads on those mounts. So unlike that, the Banish 30 doesn't have that. It just threads directly to your barrel directly to your gun yeah And then also another another uh, major it's actually a major difference between the two silencers. Uh, the baffles are different in the banished 30. That's right. yeah. Uh, remember how the banished 30 gold it had a ton of those truncated straight cone baffles like a bunch of them? The banished 30 has fewer. They have fewer baffles in there and and they're curved cones they're not they're not truncated straight cones. Different baffle less of them too interesting right yeah so those are the three main differences the, the the modularity the mount and the baffle type okay yeah so you feel me that's the so three differences between the sponsors, and i i thought that was a, a important to, sh- to to tell you up front before we get started because you might get confused like oh well Bench 30 gold and the Bench 30 have a similar name you know but given all the these things i just said you 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 see now that this is a completely Different silencer. Okay, I, I, I want to make sure you understand that. I, I actually set it up front in both reviews because I wanted people to understand that straight away. I don't want confusion. Confusion's bad. Okay, so, and I know it can again, it can be confusing when a silencer's name is similar to another silencer's name, especially by the the, the same company. So, just trying to do my best to keep things straight. Okay, let's dig in here. So, bottom line up front. And if you're new to the podcast, I will go through numbers. It's okay. You don't have to pull up the review when I'm going through it. But uh, for those of you who do, it may help a little bit if you're a visual learner like me. Um, We all learn differently. Yeah. So bottom line up front, 39.1 composite suppression rating. That's for the long configuration. Okay. So that's the full configuration of the sensor. When when you take off the end of it (laughs) and you only use it in the short configuration... The composite suppression rating is going to drop why would that be well it's common sense it gets a little louder when you make it shorter how much louder does it get well it drops from 39.1 to 34.3 so not a huge difference still in the same zone on the suppression rating chart for for the 20 inch bolt action 308 yeah yeah same basic like deer rifle deer hunting rifle same zone on the suppression rating chart okay so hopefully that gives you a window into the performance and how appropriate it would be, you know, for use cases on such a weapon if you were to change length. That's big picture. Okay, I'm just kind of just big picture. You're you're sitting in the you're you're in the you're in the minimal suppression zone you were at 39.1 you're getting into you're getting to the high part of that zone you're definitely above the limited hunting engagement zone you're, you're you're sitting pretty for a deer rifle that's kind of what the the banish 30 offers you in both configurations you feel me okay that's good to understand now let's dig a little deeper let's, let's dig a little deeper now in the full configuration 28.8 at the muzzle 38.4 at the ear Okay, that's a 10-point difference between muzzle and ear. Yeah, category rating jump. Why? Why? Barrel standoff. It's 20-inch barrel. Okay, so far away from your head. Yeah, yeah. That's good for you. That's good. 20-inch barrel. That's good. That's good for you. What happens in What happens in the short configuration? 21.1 at the muzzle, 33.9 at the ear. Even bigger difference between muzzle and ear. Why? Well, it's louder. We already know that. And decay is exponential. We know that. So it can get quieter faster between muzzle and ear. Same distance, you start with something quieter, your delta could significantly increase between muzzle and ear, due to the way the sound field is shaped and the fact that we have exponential decay. Okay, so you know, just make sure I'm not speaking Greek to you. Um, you're higher on the exponential decay curve the slope is steeper so your your horizontal axis if you were to slide on that you're gonna you're you're sliding the same distance on the exponential decay curve because of the same distance from your head to the end cap or I'm sorry the well it's not really it's <laughs> 'Cause you shorten it, but it you're 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 starting with a higher sound pressure and you're still far away. Okay. So that that exponential you're so you're so so much higher on the curve that the slope is higher. So moving around the same distance on the curve is gonna net you a bigger drop. I hope that I hope that makes sense. I I realize that might be confusing, but anyway, that's why sound pressure decay when you have more flow can occur pretty quickly, um, and you'll see this as an artifact on longer barrel guns. Now, when you go with shorter, when you go to shorter barrel hosts, um, it gets a little more complicated um and you, it's not quite as forgiving sometimes because everything's like right on your face but when you give the when you give the wave time to time to relax and uh time to expand and decay you can pay dividends and that's one of the reasons why your deer rifle your your 20 inch bolt action is a really great silencer host for supersonic uh, cartridges even with 308 because it's so far away from your head it's one of the it's one of the great things about it you can put a short shorter shorter louder silencer on your 20 inch bolt gun and come out okay sometimes and that's one of the reasons why short hunting silencers exist a lot of people say oh it's so loud it's like it is (laughs) but think about the use okay think about the use yeah so i hope that makes sense um it, I think it should. Now, again, please be careful with the phenomenon of judging the difference in muzzle and ear suppression ratings from different on different guns, even and even on the same gun, because on this one you're kind, you're 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 sort of playing in the same pi space, which we talked about recently, right? So it's a pretty good guide, but when you when you when you drastically change the combustion dynamics of a system. It can really throw you for a loop, so just be careful, okay? Okay. So now let's let's look at some data. Yeah, let's scroll down. Scroll down in the review. That so I just went I just went over the suppression rating. Hope you understand kind of where you're sitting there. We can talk about that more later. But that you know overall, you're 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 pretty much sitting in the in the the minimal suppression zone, the the thirty to forty range um, uh, at the shooter's ear, okay? And 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 the bystanders there are are going to be sitting. Um, in the higher part of the limited hunting engagement so if you're if you're shooting with a buddy and he's right next to your your gun there or you're, you have a dog with you keep that in mind okay dogs have ears too <laughs> they do <laughs> we should do dog pew signs that'd be hard dogs have different ears now let's look at some data scroll down you see table one i'm in the member review so you know member see some pressure and impulse at the shooter's ear good stuff okay let's check out figure one Scroll all the way down. You can see this in the public review, figure one. Fingerprint, that's right. What do you see right off the bat? What do you see? What do you see right away? Well, for those of you new to the podcast and new to sound signature reviews, uh, and you know maybe you're new, new to Pew Science, welcome. Don't feel bad if I start to lose you. It's okay. That's normal. You can always pause it and rewind. You can also email me. And for those of you who have been listening a while and still get confused, that's okay too. Now, to my fellow Autistic Insane science or nerds, glad to have you. Now, what do you see right away in Figure One? <laughs> Internal combustion, yeah. Bullet leaves, and then bam, low amplitude jetting. That's interesting. Just like the Banished 30 Gold. Just like the Banished 30 Gold. Yeah. You know, just like a lot of silencers, actually low amplitude jetting, and then a gradual release of gas, building and building and building until you get the first major jet, and 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 then continue jetting in late time. Pretty standard stuff, yeah, yeah. What do we call a silencer that does this? What do we call that? Oh call it a silencer that has a relatively high flow restriction that's right trapping gas in the silencer for a longer period of time is one of the signs that a silencer produces more back pressure that's right more flow restriction on a host weapon and i know the time is very short on the horizontal axis there in figure one i know but we have determined that when there is more aggressive jetting earlier in time that the silencers usually have lower back pressure takes a bit more examination of the waveforms to really compare, and that's why we have the omega metric, uh, but but we can we can talk about that later, but that, that's just the long and short of that in, in figure one there, yeah, pretty standard stuff, pretty standard stuff here for the Banish 30, given the baffle design, is nothing really surprising, like really, really in the first shot, this first shot here, we're still in figure one, in the first shot, in, in this early time signature, the major difference, grossly, between the Banish Thirty and the Banish Thirty Gold is that the Banish Thirty Gold just has a lower amplitude across the entire event, just grossly. That's a that's a gross difference. Okay, that's the gross major difference. Now, let's out let's gas out a little slower. You know the Banish Thirty Gold did. Why? why? Why did that happen? Why is gas getting out a little bit faster with the Banish Thirty? In the long configuration than than the banish 30 gold we previously looked at why why why, why is there a different gas dump well, was, there were there were more baffles in the banish 30 gold than there are in the banish 30 and it, it's a different type of baffle too not huge differences here right but but enough differences to see and and you understand why this is consistent yeah yeah so it's and this is a consistent performance which is good It's it's one thing you know these baffles they have a keyed notch, so you you can key them together. Because you know when you, you can put take the silencer apart, yeah, yeah. So you can make sure that the baffles align correctly when you put them back in the tube if you take it apart. So that part's important because you know you you want to align the 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 well, you the, the form one guys call it clipping, but the notches that are machined in the baffle mouths, you want to align those, yeah. And so um. That You want to make sure that all the baffles are aligned when you put them back in the tube. So they have little notches that can do that on the actual baffle edges. Yeah, excuse me. Mm. Yeah, so aligning the notches is good typically for performance. Probably. Depends on the silencer, but it's usually good. Yeah, okay. Now, let's go back to the data. So let's check out the first round pop. And let's check out the consistency of it. Let's scroll down and go to figure three. Yeah, figure three. There's some other consistency stuff you can see is pretty cool, um but you know, let's pick, skip Figure Two for now, and then yeah, Figure Three. Okay, Figure Three A and Figure Three B. Right. So right away in Figure Three A, you see rather long blowdown. Yeah, yeah. But you knew that was going to happen in Figure Three A. You knew that because you knew that given the fingerprint we talked about just a second ago, we knew that it was going to take gas a while to get out of here. And and this is keep in mind this is all one story. Okay, this is all fits together. This is the Science or Sound standard. Guys, this is 6.74. It's, it's all one story, all consistent. Let's keep turning the page. We're just turning pages in this book, baby. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Isn't that great? It's all consistent. Yeah. Now look at figure three B. 3B. 3B is where it's really interesting. You're you're seeing incredible consistency with shot two. Shot one and shot two are laying right on top of each other. Per typical. With this type of silencer, that's what we would expect. That's great data integrity. We're like, this is awesome. And then something happens. What happens? Right when you think the low amplitude jetting is going to come back up in shot two, it doesn't. It stays low for an, uh, for about another half a millisecond or so in shot two compared with shot one. And you can see it's pretty... It's, clear as day figure 3b why does it happen huh frp is gone the frp is gone so we're dealing with pure suppression now yeah super similar in early time super similar in early time like always but the deviation in late time is what gets you doesn't it and that my friends is why Pew science records the entire waveforms. That's right. It all starts with real complete data. Without that, you are lost. This is the standard pedigree. Okay, so just to put that in perspective, every review, and this is, I, I'm, for those of you new to the podcast, um, it's important for you to know this, every review you've seen on PewScience.com has complete waveforms. that's right so some folks might be used to seeing that and understand that but if you're new to this it it's a really really big deal. it is nobody yeah nobody in the world has shown you that so it's so far so it's, it's important to keep that in mind when you look at these things that you're seeing the entire blowdown you know like in figure 3A it's important to know that the entire gunshot was measured. it's important to, to see that. Okay, so so uh, another way we uh, another way of looking at the data is to change spaces. Yes, let's let's take a trip to the land we call impulse space. Okay, this is the area under the pressure time curve expressed over time. You were just looking at pressure curves. Let's 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 um, integrate those, and we will we shall look at the area under that curve over time. We will call that impulse. Yeah, yeah. It's figure four. 4A, 4B, I tell you what, this is a really, I love, I love computing impulse to show you and I love, just, I, it just highlights such wonderful behavior. It, it it highlights real physics and it's so great that we can look at this because it, it, it it's such a great visual aid for folks. Folks that don't get it oftentimes do get it when we look at impulse. That's That's what I found. So if you look at figure four, figure 4a and 4b i tell you what that um right away if you can read colors which i know some of you are colorblind uh the um, black curve is is shot one the first curve there and you can't miss it you can't miss it that's a big first round pop yeah yes friends it is now the inner ear modeling that we do at pew Science tells us that the folks near the muzzle measurement location are going to notice this in a big way they're going to notice it, you know, and, and members, you're, you guys see more detailed information for the phenomenology at the ear, okay? And so there are some surprising results at the ear on this gun in this configuration. I would urge you to read that if you're a member, okay, and you haven't checked out the review yet. Um, Okay, but but in the public review you can see that bystanders are certainly going to hear the difference. And so you're going to want to keep that in mind. Okay, you have a very large FRP. Um, now what that does to the for the shooter, well, it's a little different. And and I think that the um the members see that. Now keep in mind, so this is the this is the information um in on in the public review on the full full configuration, the long configuration of the silencer. Now what 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 happens when we shorten it? Yeah, remember, we could shorten the silencer. Well, let's let's look. I put that in the review. That's right. Check out sections. This is in the public review. Section 6.74.2. That's right. Another test. Another test. Same review. Same exact silencer. We just took the end off. What changes? Now what changes? What can you expect when you take the end off the thing? You make it shorter. You, you reduce the amount of baffles. Well. Scroll all the way down. Figure seven. Figure seven A, seven B. Let's look at the fingerprint. Well, I was look at fingerprints, a few signs. You can see something interesting. You can. Yeah. Immediately. What do you see immediately? We just looked at the fingerprint and the comparison of shot one and shot two for the long configuration. Now, Now we're looking at the short configuration. What do you see immediately? Immediately you see greater combustion divergence when you compare the second shot to the first shot, don't you? it's it's bigger and it's faster meaning it happens earlier and it's more uh significant yeah yeah figure A, figure 7A and 7B really changing the flow here guys really changing the flow yeah first of all faster blowdown figure 7A you can see that it's plain as day compare that to the previous what, what just so like make sure not to lead you astray here what was that figure oh yeah if you go up to 3A with a long configuration, look at the blowdown time. And look at figure 7A and look at the blowdown time. Different. That's right. Different silencer. Why? We shortened it. Different. Let's gas out faster now. It's shorter. This is old hat for Pew Science veterans, but this might be completely new for you. And that's okay. We're all we all learn at different rates, different speeds, and we're all at different places. But it's important to understand what's going on. Okay. Now, that's the major difference, the blowdown time. But then look at figure 7B, earlier onset jetting. That's right. That's right. And when that jet, when the jetting experiences that earlier onset, it's more intense. Particularly during the first shot. Yeah, and what does that mean? Well well what does it all mean well it means the short configuration flows faster than the longer one it's louder and the frp is more severe that's what it means so it's somewhat predictable right i mean you you make it shorter and it's louder and then the frp gets worse i mean and for a simple design like this that that act, that result actually shouldn't be that surprising to you yeah and that's this is all it's it, all is frankly this is kind of interesting it, it's actually a great case study this is this, I love silencers like this because it's a great case study in the efficacy of Pew Science data and analysis. You see, it literally shows consistent behavior one should expect from a simple silencer design. Oh, my dog's hungry. Oh, babe. Mrs. Pew Science is out of town, so I'm going to feed the dog. I'm sorry, honey. I'll give you some food soon. The dog is hungry. She's wanting pets, though. Got to pet her. She's an Australian Shepherd. She's a very good dog. Okay, well, I'll feed you in a little bit, okay? I'll feed you in a little bit. Oh, she's such a good dog. I, I need a visual element to this podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay, I okay. now the dog's freaking out. I'll be back. Okay, sorry about that. Guys, I'm back. Man, I look like she was out of water. She was just drinking water a second ago. I must, have, cause it's cause it's hot outside now. I don't think she's going through the water faster, but uh, I gave her some extra chicken broth on her food there. She's a good dog. Okay, she's happy. Where was I? <laughs> Sorry, the consequences of having a dog in the studio. That's right, studio, my office. Um, right. I was talking about the the first round pop, uh, get getting louder when you shorten the banish thirty. That's right. And it's 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 pretty, and that makes sense. Oh, that's right. And that's what I was saying. I was saying that this is overall a big... It's a really good case study in the efficacy of Pew Science data. All the analysis and the data is very consistent. And so even... uh, I love... Reviews like this because it takes one silencer, it changes the configuration, and it shows how the behavior really changes. I mean, you, you see, you see this from silencer to silencer, but the, the micro case studies are really, really effective. You know, you see it with this, you see it with the Surefire silencers with the different mounts. It just, it's such a, it's such a standard. It's almost like it's almost like the silencer sounds standard when you think about it. <laughs> I'm being silly, but I, I named it the sonza sounds standard because i wanted to set the standard and i wanted it to be a standard and i wanted it to be a pedigree i wanted it to be good something we could count on that it could be a beacon that we could always find in the dark i wanted it to be a light and i think it is okay so let's let's look at the big picture now this is i think you know um, it's important it's important to understand that that basically big picture the changes between the 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 Banish Thirty Gold, then you go to the Banish Thirty, and then you go to the Banish Thirty short and long. It's important to understand all this. I know it might not be the most sexy silencer for some of you, but uh, it's a non-trivial amount of proliferation in the market. and It's important to understand. So let's look big picture. Let's look at Figure Eleven. Scroll down all the way. Down. I'm scrolling through the member stuff. Okay, Figure Eleven, and this is getting really long now. This is, you know, this figure 11 contains a lot of the silencers on a long bar graph and these graph <laughs> these graphs are getting too big. I It's almost cumbersome to look at them like this. I-, I I need to do some different data visualization for these 308 reviews. There's so many silencers now. It actually might help to use the rankings. When I talk about this, let's first that might be better. Before before we do that, let's just let's a second while we're here. Let's take a look at the figure 11. Okay. Scroll down on figure 11. So you're near the bottom there. Now, the flow rate, I'm looking at Omega Metrics. The flow rate of the Banished 30 in its long configuration is sitting somewhere between a Thunder Chicken and a Banished 30 gold. Pretty close. Okay. Pretty close. But, you know, you look at that, right? You're like, huh, I wonder. That's interesting. Well, you know what's really interesting? The Thunder Chicken is quieter. It's interesting, right? Thunder Chicken has a lower back pressure than the Banish Thirty, and it's a little quieter than the Banish Thirty. So that's interesting, yeah. And then the Banish Thirty Gold, well, that has a little bit higher back pressure than both of those honsters, but it's also quieter than both of those honsters. This is a little more flow restriction, a little more back pressure than both, but it's also quieter. That's interesting. I thought that was pretty interesting. So, but you know, then when you when you shorten the Bandish 30, well, you scroll up in the table, it's all the way to the top. Well, it has it has lower back pressure than the, the vented KGM r 30 I thought that was interesting. This is pretty much on par though. I mean it's it's different, but it's like how different is that? It's not that much different. Um I just thought that was interesting. So it's basically on par with that as far as flow goes. You know, then when you know, well, it's it's not quite as quiet as the KGM R30 vented, but the the back pressure is similar. So that's that's interesting. I thought that's interesting. It actually, you know, what that shows. It really shows the vented R30 and how that performs with regard to back pressure and sound suppression balance. That's interesting. So I think that's an that the R30 is an interesting silencer too. Yeah. Okay. So let's. I think we should use the ranking section because it's going to be more productive in in how to look at this because the the, the chart. The chart in figure 11 is great, but I really like the ranking. We're going to, have to see the ranking section become a little better here now. Excuse me. Let's go ahead. Okay, I'm peacecience.com slash rankings. That's section seven. Of the standard scroll down to the table here where you can sort. I'm going to go ahead and filter. Um, I'm going to click the ammunition tab, and I'm going to hover only over... Um, Supersonic 308, I'm gonna click the only button. Okay, cool. Okay, so I have that selected. Um, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm going to sort by composite suppression rating ascending. Okay, so you can you know you can click the column headings multiple times and it'll sort up and down. Okay, so I'm gonna click click it enough so that it's ascending. Alright, meaning that we're going to be looking at the loudest 308 bolt-action system at the top, the lowest suppression ratings, and as we go down, it'll get quieter, the numbers will get higher. Okay? Okay, cool. Okay, so you have to go down the table a bit here. Yeah, You'll hit the Banish 30 in the short configuration, about not quite midway down, Um, okay, lower third or so, Um, okay. Go down a bit, you see, it looks like it looks like the banish 30 gold in the short configuration is a little bit quieter to the shooter on this gun. Um a little bit quieter than the trash panda, I guess. Yeah, a little bit quieter. Okay, so looking at the numbers, it's a little bit quieter to bystanders actually a lot quieter bystanders a little bit quieter to the shooter okay so you can be pretty confident that the short configuration of the banish 30 is quieter on your hunting rifle than the trash panda okay cool that's a good peg point right that this is easy you look at the suppression rating table you're like wow that's and you know what's really crazy look at that the sound signature review numbers are in there the q trash panda was sound signature review four the Sonsor Central Banish Thirty is Sound Signature Review seventy-four. <laughs> that's so crazy seventy, and and yet we can compare the suppression ratings together. Isn't that cool? I think it's cool. That's the important part of all this. Yeah. So it's a little bit quieter in the Trash Panda in the short configuration. The Banish Thirty, when you shorten it, it's kind of like a Trash Panda that's a little quieter on your bolt gun. Great peg point. Then a little quieter than all than both those is the Harvester from Silencer Co. And it's quieter to bystanders, but that uh, that dang anchor break on the front of the Harvester really tanks it at the ear. So it's it's uh, it's kind of still the same as the at the ear um, as the other two silencers, even though it's quieter to to, uh, to bystanders. It's because that that the the way the waveforms act in the sound field close to the shooter is just not as good. It's that dang anchor break. You know, that's Sciencer Co though. They it's an old sciencer and they figured out that they should let people remove that anchor break. Remember? But then back then with the Harvest Harvester three hundred, they they didn't have it removable yet, did they? Yeah, so they didn't know what they were doing then. And they learned and then they, they like, you know, they include the anchor break with the Omega, but you can take it off. Yeah? Yeah. It's important it's important to understand that. We you know, we we, we talked about that uh, ad nauseum when i reviewed the uh, the omega and the harvester did some comparison now moving along in the table further down you have the, you know you got the oss hxq762 you got the otter creek, otter creek labs pr30s you got the hyperion k from cgs um really you, you you're basically with, with this short banished 30 you're basically almost hanging with those kinda um and it's a k can so it makes sense kind it's not that's not really cake it's kind of a shortened version of the silencer so it makes sense it isn't until you really you get to the omega you get to um the nomad the old nomads the the the, the, the surefire SoCom 762 rc2 um that you really get you get it quiet enough to you know to then you come close to the, the suppression rating of the of the Sancer Central Banish 30 in the long configuration, right? That's when when you're really moving into a different class of silencer because, you know, you, the Sancer cent, Central Banish 30, these, the silencer, you, you can go long, you go short or long. So it's one silencer, but it can kind of span this performance gap across the, all these other ones on a bolt gun. It's interesting, right, to see what it can hang with in the short configuration and then see what it hangs with in the longer one. So it's like, oh, well, my short one's not quiet enough. Okay, put the end cap, the end module, end cap, the end modular on. Well, now it's quieter than Omega and it's quieter than Surefire. And it's basically, it's basically doing what a Sam NL does to the shooter, right? It's basically what it's doing. It's basically a Sam NL at the shooter zero on a bolt gun in the long configuration, so, isn't that interesting? So, the so the Banish 30, depending on the configuration, it's sitting toward the top of the short silencer list on the gun and kind of in the lower half of the long silencer list on the gun. It's reasonable. It's reasonable due to the baffle type in the silencer, right? And the configuration of it and the number of baffles, I think. That's reasonable. Okay, so what, what do you want? If you want to go silencer central, you want something quieter. Well, you got to go Banish 30 gold. And then that's going to push you that's going to that's going to push you a little bit quieter than the rugged surge in the long configuration you feel me so you see what i mean to get quieter you got to you got to work and you got to change the design and that's what they did so you see now now i hope you're seeing now where the bandage 30 in in the configurations fit in and then the Banish 30 gold from before you see the rankings table dude i this rankings table though i it's good isn't that cool I hadn't really looked at it in a while in, in, those, in this way, so it's good stuff. I like it. I like, that, I like that you guys use it, and I like that I can use it, and everyone can. It's awesome. Yeah. I really like how this table turned out. I've been thinking about how to change it, but right now, I like it. Yeah. So there you have it. That's really it. Uh, I mean, uh, central Banished 30, uh, two lengths, user serviceable kind of like a same nl and suppression performance but way lighter for hunting it's it's really not a guys this is not a machine gun silencer do not abuse these bandage silencers they're not going to it's not going to be good for them <laughs> uh, It's not really what they're made for uh so yeah i mean yeah you can make it shorter you can make it longer kind of like a trash panda when it's short that's a little quieter um so like a same L and suppression when it's louder yeah, that's basically what it is. That's, in fact, that that's a that's a really good objective performance way to sum that up. The banish thirty can be like a Sam L or it can be like a trash panda, in damage risk to you depending on the length, on a bolt gun if you're the shooter. Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say because that's what the data says. That's a, that's literally an objective statement. That's right, yeah. Oh, and it's user serviceable, so uh, you can take it apart to clean it. So there you go. So now we have these data points, yeah. So yeah, stay tuned for the three hundred blackout subsonic data for this silencer later. We've done that too. I um, we need. I had have to get some to some other stuff first, so you just have to wait a moment for it, but it's coming. I think that'll be okay. You can wait. Yeah, I think that's okay. So yeah, all in all, um all in all, I'm glad to be able to showcase this silencer. I think. Uh, it's been out a while. A lot of people are wondering about it, so I hope this helps. Yeah, and thank you sincerely, sincerely to Science or Central for trusting Pew Science to do this. I, it's a really big deal to me, and consumers might not understand it, um, that how big a deal that is. I, the fact that Science or Central reached out to Pew Science to make this happen, is a pretty big deal. Okay, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm honored to be trusted with a task like this. I think it it speaks volume speaks volumes uh, for the effort. I think it actually kind of speaks volumes about Sansar Central. I think that's kind of cool. They, you know, they just let me test it, and you see the results. You see where it falls in the mix. This isn't this is pretty black and white, guys. So they. They definitely trust me to do it, and I feel like it's a pretty big responsibility to do something like this, and I do take that seriously. So thank you to them, and thank you to all of you for checking it out. That means a lot. Okay, I hope that helped a lot. I hope it did. All right, let's move into topic two at a time of 46 minutes and 13 seconds. All right, let me get some water real quick here. I'm hungry. I just realized I, just realized I haven't eaten, and I fed the dog. See, I usually I try to feed the dog after I eat, you know, the dog shouldn't eat before you. That's not right. It's like, ah, oh, well. I, I br-. And you know what? She was crying. You know, she know- she has me wrapped around her finger, that dog. She knew I was going to. She's uh, crying. She knows what she did. These dogs, man. We think we have them trained. They train us. <laughs> topic two. You know, the MP5 is important. And um, I wanted to talk about it. Real- this is a really short topic, but I... I've just been messing with these SP5s. I I, I, want, I want to talk to you real quick about what you need to understand regarding the difference between the full size and the MP5K. Okay, and then, you know, it's really, I've been messing with the SP5s and SP5K PDWs, just really cool guns. I'm just still elated that we have them now in the United States. Brand new German guns, German roller guns. Like, that's so crazy. A lot of people aren't really attracted to these because they, you know, they're big on other other 9mm subguns, and that's cool, I get it, but, for, but I guess I think it's for people in my generation that kind of missed out on the HK94s, I feel like the fact that the SB5s are here, just like, what, I, I don't know, so yeah, I just wanted to give a, a quick public service announcement, um, I'm, I want to make sure you understand what you're doing when you use a shorter barrel on a weapon, okay, this is just a quick PSA for you guys, I, I just let's not lose sight of it just because we're going from rifle to sub gun. I, I just want you guys to understand something. Okay. So and look, I can already tell you folks are going to understand this pretty quickly when suppressing short barrel, nine millimeter shoulder fire weapons. You, you need, I, I'm, I'm, per, I'm fairly confident in Pew Science members for this. Now I was doing uh, some basic function testing with the new hosts and messing with locking pieces in both guns, right? I can tell you it's going to be an interesting dynamic, subgun testing. We did some in the early days of Pewsoft. We did some in the early days of Pew Science. And, and revisiting this subgun testing, it's going, to, it's going to be fun. I'm psyched. But you guys are going to need to realize that the longer barrel and the full-size MP5, it's going to behave in ways similar to how you're you're used to under, understanding the longer barrel behavior in rifles. Okay, so it's going to change the pressure. Entering the silencer, yeah. And it's going to change the distance from the end cap to the shooter's ear. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, with regard to the two reciprocating systems in the two guns, too, that's different, too. So, in the MP5, we're actually changing more than barrel length. And that's important for you to understand. This is unique. This is somewhat unique. It's not like an AR where, you know, the Mark 18 and maybe a, an 18 inch barrel might have the same bolt carry group. It's different in the MP5. Okay, they're, now they're, they're both, the, the MP5K and the MP5, they're both roller-delayed blowback, but the, the bolt carrier on the MP5K, it's smaller and lighter. Okay, and the travel distance in the receiver is shorter because the receiver is shorter. The travel distance is shorter because the receiver is shorter. Okay, it's going it, to, this all comes into play. And why? Besides mass, it is roller-delayed. But why? It's timing. Timing matters in waveforms. Remember that. When the sound impacts your ears matters. When everything happens matters. It's all a collective. It's it's, it's almost, it's a continuum, really. It's a continuum. You know. Limited by DAC resolution. But, I mean, you know what I mean. You're really, this is not, and on/off, and when you change anything in the action, you're going to change the signature. And your ear is relatively complex. Okay, so this is just some foreshadowing. Don't get too excited. I, I just wanted to plant some seeds, just some things to think about. Let your mind wander, wander a little bit, wonder, <laughs> wonder, wander and wonder. I mean, you, I, you should just think about these things. Like, how, think about how long silencers are. Think about how long barrels are, and what can you do? And what helps you? What hurts you? Some good thought experiments to have. Okay. Gonna to start to move into some different length efficiencies, things like that, and these small compact guns. You start to really understand well, what is the science are really doing in the subsonic regime? Gosh, what are some tricks? yeah it's gonna get interesting i this is like it's all it's like a whole nother vector for Pew science gosh man so much to explore i'm so excited it's gonna be great topic three at a time of fifty one minutes and thirty one seconds upcoming testing yes friends excitement always stay tuned what about knight's armament what about the cAC silencers <laughs> That too. Yeah, gearing up. Um, several test programs actually happening over the next few months. Yeah, several. Extremely busy schedule uh, this past month, which really crammed in some stuff here in May. It pushed some stuff to May. Um, it just—it's We've been slammed with a variety of types of work. And so the second quarter is truly going to be gangbusters for Pew Science, which is cool and I'm stoked about that. I think it'll be good. I think um, this uh, upcoming test series is gonna be important, and it's gonna be followed by another one, and then probably by another one after that, so we're gonna hit some things a lot of folks have been interested in seeing. It's gonna get awesome. Did you guys know, I I don't know if you know this, I mentioned the Knight's Armament, did you guys know I got a a QDC and a QDC QCB silencer from a Pew Science member? They're his personal Form 4 babies, dude. On his trust. Yeah. For the, for the effort, Pew Science, this dude sent them. Another member sent me one of the MAMS breaks. I bought a flash hider. I bought, because, you know, the guy who gave me the sensors, he's not going to take his KAC flash hider off of his gun. That's, not, he's, that's crazy. So I went, I bought one from Midway, Midway USA. i spent like a, a couple hundred bucks like a 100 bucks 200 bucks i don't remember how much it was then i couldn't find a mam's break this freaking out of the blue member of the public was like bro i got a mam's break you 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 want to test it he sent to me so i got that in yeah isn't that wild yeah so we we should have a good time getting that data um when i can um that'll be coming up um yeah The KAC stuff, and you know Lucas sent me his NT4. We're gonna test. I I had tested that already. I'm gonna test it again. Uh, I would just really, I really want to understand that silencer. I'm gonna. It's such a prolific silencer. I saw some stuff that was interesting. I'm gonna test it some more. Um, You'll see that too. Um, The KAC stuff, man. It's all member supported, son. You got TRX Arms. You got a consumer with a Form Four. You got another guy sending me him out. Knights Armament. It's all consumer driven for Pew Science. So when the Knights Armament data gets published, it truly is by the people for the people. Truly is. Let nobody take that away from you. And everyone listening to this podcast, you're all helping in a way. No one's going to take that away from us. What we've done, what we will have done for the community when it's all said and done. This is, this is, you guys are doing this, man. This is a big deal and you're part of it. And it is awesome. We're doing it together. Who else is, uh, can you believe what this is? It's amazing, dude. Now, that being said, client testing comes first. Um, and then member testing, sure. Um, and then, you know, I also do other testing uh, where, you know, there's some stuff behind closed doors for Pew Science, technical research, you know, goes above and beyond what gets published. That's just internal stuff to keep us sharp. You know, keep... Uh, Keep ahead of the game. You know, Always learning, always improving. Stuff we do, but just wanted to give you a quick update into some goings-on, some field work is coming up. It's very important for the state of practice. I feel like we will all benefit greatly. Okay, topic four at a time, uh, 55 minutes and 21 seconds. All that being said, in the previous topic, I really do want to thank you again for your support. It is true grassroots support. And it's very rare. And all of you knocked it out of the park. I mean, look at this. People are sending silencers and mounts. What more, what more could I even ask for? <laughs> it is truly impressive. And, and all these contributions are changing the industry. They're changing the state of practice directly. And I can't, I can't believe it. You know, it's not like th- these consumers are sending me things that are easily available. The guy sent me two Knight's Armament QDC silencers. It's not like you can just go buy one. They're rarer than hen's teeth, dude. Like, the guy sent me a mam's mouth. He's like, yeah, here you go. You can't buy one of those easily. Consumers are sending me their own unobtainium for the good of the effort. That's how much they're trusting Pew Science, dude. And trusting Pew Science enough to do that? That's a big honor to me. That's crazy. I, I'm grateful, man. I, I, I humbly accept. Okay, the, these are research gifts, and I hope that the data analysis I can offer to the community uh, in return is enough to thank these wonderful people. It's you know this is truly it's truly exceptional effort by these these gentlemen, and uh, I, I salute you. It's it's cool. So to to all you members who have joined. And to those I have not spoken with to welcome you yet, that's coming soon. Thank you for your patience. To the science companies waiting on the testing proposals, those are coming too. Please don't be afraid to ping me. It's always good to do that. (laughs) So thank you for your interest in Pew Science. Stay safe out there. And we'll talk with you folks again soon. All right, bye.